0: And we are back on Buff Hub, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Steve Vega. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for joining me on this amazing weekend, whatever you're doing, wherever you're going. Uh, Thank you for taking the time out. Uh, Guys, a a, a lot of excitement building. I heard that uh, (laughs) camp is sold out. All the tickets are sold out. That is the best fan base in the NFL right there for you, ladies and gentlemen, just Freaking awesome. So yeah, obviously there are gonna be a lot of storylines building up um, for the next month, going into preseason. Um, So many things to be excited about. A lot of players to see progression from. And uh, yeah, we're gonna get into a couple of things in regards to camp. Uh, But first, I just wanted to touch up on a couple of things here. Um, Number one, uh, just some polls I've been running into you know that uh, I had I had just thrown up on Twitter, and it was interesting to see everyone's input. First thing I want to talk about here is uh, two polls here. So the first one: Will James Cook take snap with take snaps with the ones in preseason? We had 75% of you say yes, 19% of you say no, and then 6% of you said depends if Devin plays. Interesting. There, there's a lot of upside, obviously, with James Cook. We talked about him for so many weeks already um, on how he can literally take this offense to that next level that we have been so patiently waiting for out of that position group. And, uh, you know, <laughs> that's just one storyline going into camp, right? And another one here, I, I just, you know, storylines kind of were are building, and, and you talk about Von Miller, you talk about his journey to Buffalo. I think some people read a little too much into it. But I thought, you know, let me entertain the idea just to see what you guys would say. Um, A lot of you voted, and I asked, did Von Miller want to be in Buffalo? (laughs) Check this out. 38% of you said yes. 10% of you said no. And then there's the largest percent of you were neutral with 52% took the most money. So, you know, it, it, it does go to show you that there, there are a lot of things, a lot of storylines that are starting to unravel as camp gets closer, as the season starts to get closer. And, um, you know, it's <laughs> it comes with the territory of what a contender is all about controversy, right? You're, you're just trying to do whatever you can um, with who you can to try to build your roster. Meanwhile, try to stay within the guidelines of your culture. Uh, but it, it's pretty tough, you know, when you got a guy like Von Miller straight up saying, uh, "Yeah, I mean, he probably would have gone to Dallas if they would have, you know, giving him giving him more of a dollar." But it's not like they could do anything because Dak Prescott basically had Jerry Jones in a chokehold, <laughs> in a headlock. I mean, it's it's that 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 cap space is ruined all because of what Dak Prescott did to it. Now, more power to him because he's obviously you know, he deserved his money. I think that at the end of the day, Dallas did wait way too long to re-sign him. Uh, but again, it goes to show you that yeah, that's where the, that's where the NFL is prioritizing their, their main dollar for in the quarterback position. And, you know, no and behold, Buffalo was set perfectly to get a guy like Von Miller in the building and, you know, get him 14 and a a year, <laughs> uh, with a fat signing bonus. So, you know and obviously that that whole contract stipulation how it works it's like it's it's paid back on the end but regardless of that um you know he definitely has a huge impact on what this defense is capable of now so continuing here uh to one more poll that i i wanted to really get into it it was it was so interesting right some of you were you know very surprising <laughs> so If the Buffalo Bills do not win the Super Bowl this season, who would you trade for compensation to rebuild the roster? I'm going to start from the bottom with Tredavious White. i got four players here. 0% have voted so far for Tredavious White. 29% of you have said yes to the Matt Milano trade. 14% of you said yes to the Stefan Diggs trade. 57% 57% say yes to Tremaine Edmonds being traded. You guys are surprising the living crap out of me. I don't know, because every, everything everyone's saying on Twitter and everything everyone's saying on Facebook, you name it, like, you're not... <laughs> I don't know. Some of you are confusing me. Like, there's no way you're picking Stefan Diggs over Tredavious White. A lot of you have a ton of doubt on what Tredavious White is going to look like. And if Kair Elam... Is able to play at the Tre'Davious White level of rookie year, then yes, I am sorry, but Tre'Davious White does become expendable at that point if the Bills do not win a Super Bowl this season. They are they are they are locked and loaded right now with everyone that's on the roster. They don't have to do anything. They just have to develop everyone and get them ready throughout get them ready throughout the rest of the season. But you know to see. Tremaine Edmonds top in the list, it really goes to show what's really going on. And, you know, there, there, there's a lot of pressure on Tremaine Edmonds to play, I guess, different, right? And, and I think this is the issue with the Tremaine Edmonds uh, talk going into camp, going into this season, is, you know, what else are we expecting out of him? You know, in, in my opinion... I think what you see is what you get. You know, I, I think yes, he can get better, but it's gonna be better at what he does well. You know, I, I don't really see, uh, Tremaine Edmonds turning into Brian Urlacher, Tremaine Edmonds turning into Ray Lewis. Like, if he if we would if he would have been that guy, he would have been that guy already. You know, Ray Lewis coming in the league was literally tearing people's heads off. That's not the way Tremaine Edmonds plays. Um. He's a supreme tackler you know he kind of has a little bit of London Fletcher in him I wouldn't say he is um you know as gung-ho as London Fletcher was but then again London Fletcher was not exactly the greatest coverage right line middle linebacker uh, that we see out of Tremaine Edmonds Tremaine Edmonds literally blankets the entire center of the field kind of like a Fred Warner right and and we're not and we're in a different NFL now The end of the day, um, concussions are a big deal, and basically, players are being trained to watch their health. It's a longer season now, so it it just really surprises me, you know. Like when, when if the cookie does crumble that way, we're willing to take, you know, a a guy that I think has slowly developed. I mean, he came into the league at 19 years old, (laughs) like 10 years in the league, he's only still going to be 29, and he'll sign a fat contract by then probably play another six years, maybe four or five. I don't know, but like, at the end of the day, I I, I think there's there's going to be a very um interesting reaction when I do believe the Bills will re-sign Tremaine Edmonds. Uh, I, I think at the end of the day, who the Bills may be counting on to regress, if anything, would be a Matt Milano because of who they drafted out of Baylor in Bernard. You know, I, I think that... It's, it's not going to happen, right? But I, I, I do believe at the end of the day, um, Buffalo is kind of preparing themselves to restructure their team every couple years just in case they can't make it to the big show because here's what happens. You make it to the big show, right? This is what this whole camp is about. We're, we can talk about development, right, with with rookie players and whatever have you, but we're not really going to see the proof in the, pudding, proof in the pudding unless they get enough playing time. We don't even know who Zach Moss truly is yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, like, this is what it's all about. The Bills are the number one contender in the NFL to win the Super Bowl this year. If they don't. Something's got to give. And I think that's, this is my, like my main thing I wanted to talk about today with this poll. Because, you know, for, for me personally, I just have the feeling that. Something's got to give here, right? Stephon Diggs got his contract. Matt Milano got his contract. Jadarius White got his contract. Tremaine Edmonds has not. So then you have to look at the history factor with injury, with um, regression, progression. You heard me correctly. Regression and progression. You know, who has had the most consistent career thus far? It's, t- it's tough because, you know, if you're asking me to pick between, you know, one of these four, I, I got to say, the biggest factor is going to be that ACL tear on Tredavious White, a non-contact injury. Those are very serious. Might It, it might have definitely cost us a Super Bowl this year, or last year, excuse me, last season, whatever. And when you look at Tremaine Edmonds, he may not possess the qualities that a traditional middle linebacker would have for the last 20 years. But then again, the NFL is not the NFL of what it was 20 years ago. When Brady is gone, Rodgers is gone, you're going to have Allen Mahomes, Lamar Jackson and a couple of other guys, Herbert, obviously, but mostly you're going to have a very mobile type of quarterback NFL league that is going to dominate. It's it's just the facts. It's just the way things are absolutely going to turn from this point forward. I think, obviously, you don't want to have your quarterback running around like a wide receiver out there, but... you know, the way these linebackers nowadays are playing, like linebackers, going back to Tremaine Edmonds, like linebackers are almost as fast as safeties now, if not faster than some safeties. It's insane. So yeah, sometimes you need your quarterback to make plays with his legs. There were times where Tom Brady had to make plays with his legs running two miles an hour. So, you know, it, it, it says a lot as to why, you know, the Bills drafted Tremaine Edmonds. He didn't have the tape coming out of college. If you look back at Virginia Tech, he wasn't smashing people going across the middle. It doesn't work. Bobby Wagner may may very well be one of the last guys in the NFL that is going to be able to really do that. We'll see what Nicobe Dean can do, you know, some of these guys that just came out of the draft. But you really look at what we're, we're looking at going into, right, this training camp, it's going to basically surround our star players on how they complement the rest of the talent that the Bills have picked up. Right? You know what they're going to be able to do. The question is, how quickly can they gel? And I wonder, going into the first game, what the Bills' true game plan is going to be. I mean, we already know what, what their makeup is. Like, I talked about last week on how I really do believe that, yes, James Cook is there, but James Cook is not a bell cow, right? He is a guy who complements the offense. He can run here and there, but he is going to get heavily involved in the passing game, very much like Alvin Kamara. And if the Bills can build continuity on running with power, right, tossing it to the right, pitching it, you know, the guards being able to pull, even the center, Getting to the outside, I mean, then we have a completely different type of offense we can run. But right now, proof is in the pudding. Like, the Bills will be a purely passing offense. You know, it, it, it is crazy to say going into training camp, I will say this is a make or break year. And what I am thinking at the start of training camp, we're probably going to see, you know, Von Miller getting his reps in, and then basically just shutting him down. I I think they're going to turn him off, and they're just going to wait for the season to start, Um, maybe play him a couple times in the preseason, nothing crazy. He is very vital to the Bills' Super Bowl chances this year. But again, it goes back to seeing how who we have can help him gel. You know, I think a lot of people have it kind of backwards, right, where it's like, well, let's see how fast he can gel with this defense. It's like, yeah, well, why in the hell did we get him then? right? If not that he's a superstar, like the, the Bills got to figure out how to play around him. It can't be the opposite or it's going to, it's going to be a really weird defense and they're not going to be able to trust each other. Like I believe it's, it's going to be a lot easier. In my opinion, this year on the secondary, especially with the defensive line, um, bolstered up, you look at Daquan Jones, you look at Tim settle. Like I really do feel that as long as the Bills can have continuity with their rotation and obviously keep Von Miller on the field when it matters the most, that that I mean, that's what he wants, then if he executes, he executes. I mean, literally, we just basically got a better Jerry Hughes. Um, Von Miller is amazing coming off the edge, but here's the difference with Von Miller. Von Miller finishes, right? He dunks the ball versus just, trying to alley-oop it all the time. And I feel like that's something that we had out of our defensive line in last year. Yes, did did they have success? They absolutely did. But you just saw time and time again the classic Jerry Hughes play. He would come all the way around the edge like he's running freaking 15 yards around the quarterback just so hopefully the defensive tackle can pierce the middle or the spy on the QB would possibly bring pressure. Like, you can't really, you know... Believe that who we had last year on the defensive line was going to get the quarterback down. This is a defensive line now that can get the quarterback on the ground. And you look at plays that happened with Patrick Mahomes last year where he was able to escape in that divisional round. There was pressure. Yes, it was disruptive, but he's mobile. It's not about, you know, just keeping him in the pocket, it's not letting him escape vertically out of the pocket, you know, going left and right. Great. You stop that. Now what? Well, that's the whole point of getting a guy off the edge that can kind of give the illusion of I'm only coming off the edge, but then he can spin off and and sack you in the center when you're trying to go vertical and, you know, escape. And I think that's what the Bills are going to be looking for out of this defensive line. And it's perfect that they're going to be going up against the greatest quarterback in the NFL and Josh Allen, who is... (laughs) a magician at evading and creating big plays and and you know absorbing contact and still getting the ball off like big ben like this is a perfect chance um in this camp for this defensive line to help you know this defense become elite become the greatest defense i think the bills have seen in ages right um never have the bills had this strong of a secondary okay with this strong of a defensive line. And yes, we have a pro bowler at middle linebacker with Tremaine Edmonds and, you know, a solid, you know, a couple of other guys that are filling the, you know, the other, the other linebacker positions in the four, three. So, you know, I, I do believe that what this is going to come down to is what Leslie Frazier is truly going to ask out of Von Miller, you know, going into camp, it's going to be interesting to see um, what, you know, guys like Matt Perino, Ryan Talbot, um, I'm, I'm excited, pretty soon I'm going to try, try and invite them on, I've had them on several times before, Sal Capaccio, I've talked to him several times on this podcast, um, just been waiting, you know, um, to see what their expectat- expectations are going to be going into, um, you know, this training camp, but yeah, you know, I, I think real quick before we, f- you know, get into, you know, the ending here, I, I for a little while, I want to talk about the secondary, right? You look at Dane, let's, let's not even talk about Kyrie Elam yet. Um, Dane Jackson. Okay. Dane Jackson had flashes last season of just fitting well in this defense. And it's going to be interesting to see what they're going to demand out of him this year. Brandon Bean has said straightforward, in an interview that he believes that they got a potential superstar out of Dane Jackson coming out of Pittsburgh. When they first drafted him, they talked about it and he legitimately feels that way. Um, I think he feels the same way about DeMar Hamlin. Just they, they kind of have that swag it factor. They just need to get time on the field. They, they have to make mistakes. You know, you look at a guy like Jordan Poyer, for example, Jordan Poyer made mistakes early in his career. Coming out of Cleveland, you know, he got injured, and then he comes to Buffalo, revives his career, and becomes one of the greatest safeties in the NFL. It it doesn't come without bumps and bruises. It doesn't come without losing. It doesn't come without missing tackles, you know, pass interferences, um, you know, calls when, you know, at vital times, and and you're just scratching your head and you're pulling your hair out. Like, why would you do that? It's like those things unfortunately have to happen for these guys to develop. So as much as I want to sit here and cry about Tredavious White and cry about, you know, Jordan Poyer potentially, you know, maybe sitting out for, I don't know how much longer, like this is a good opportunity for this secondary, Dane Jackson, DeMar Hamlin, right. To get some time and, and, and develop. Um, I think this camp is going to be vital for them. It's so vital for their development and I'm excited to see what they can do. Like, At the end of the day, um, you know, this is a business. Um, The Bills have to run a multi-million dollar business with or without who wants to stay with the team. And I am very interested to hear today that this will be airing on Friday uh, what Jordan Poyer has to say on Tyreek Hill's podcast. It just blows my mind that, I don't know, he's kind of going out of his way to, uh, I don't, guys. I'm just gonna be kind of honest with you. It's it's kind of a red flag for me. I maybe he's forcing his way out. Drew Rosenhaus basically helped Tyreek Hill force his way out of Kansas City. This is what we I talked about this. This could be a red flag of that type of situation showing up. And as much as many of you don't want to admit it, yes, Micah Hyde. In my opinion, is of more importance to the Buffalo Bills, the front office, everyone, than Jordan Poirier is. And you want to say it's 50 50. Unfortunately, it's not. If that were true, he would have been re signed already. He would have been re signed last year. Maybe it was an agent issue. Who knows? Because those things pretty much never come out until they freaking talk about it five years after, you know, they retire about how things were all jacked up. I don't know. People, you know, NFL players are doing that now. But Regardless of the whole situation, the Bills have to get these young guys opportunities. Training camp is going to be huge. And, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, the Jordan Porter situation doesn't mess things up. It's just another storyline to keep an eye on going into, obviously, um, you know, this camp. It's going to be huge. Uh, I think Kyrie Elam is going to, I think he's going to start. Whether if it's at CB1 or CB2, he's starting. I definitely do feel that way. Um, It's going to be interesting to see how he pops off the screen. He's a very big kid. Um, Probably can go toe-to-toe with a guy like Mike Gusecki coming out of Miami. So we'll see how it all all pans out. Um, But I wanted to give my little snippet, my little (laughs) soliloquy, if you will, on that situation. So stay tuned, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for the rest of our shows on Buffalo Rumblings. Again, this was Buff Hub a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Steve Vega, and to all the veterans and first responders out there, thank you for all that you do for our country and our communities. Guys, have a great rest of your weekend. I will be in touch. I'll be interacting like crazy on Twitter because things are starting to heat up. I'm super excited about it, and I'm looking forward to getting some guests on here pretty soon. Um, So yeah, thank you for your time. Have a great rest of your...